Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Unlaced with Chalk and Bates. I'm Madison Chalk. And I'm Evan Bates, and we're Olympic ice dancers for Team USA. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. Well, our traveling podcast continues on the road this week with another episode. It certainly does. We've been on the road for a long time. Since the end of March. But we've been having a blast. And this time, we are in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and tonight we have a show with Stars on Ice. That's right. We've had a very exciting week since our last episode. Three shows last weekend along the east coast of the U.S., one in Newark, Hartford, Connecticut, and then Providence, Rhode Island. And then we got to spend three wonderful days in New York City. Lucky us. (laughs) Thanks to Figure Skating in Harlem, who invited us to their 25th anniversary gala on Monday night. It took place in Gotham Hall, and it was an incredible celebration. There were so many wonderful people there. We got to meet the founder of the organization. Sharon Cohen, amazing. Sharon Cohen, the wonderful girls who make figure skating in Harlem what it is. It was just such an inspiring night to see all of these young women and all of the people who are part of this program. It really was. Honestly, just being in the room was so inspiring. Getting to hear the stories of so many of these young women who make skating in Harlem what it is. Obviously, Sharon Cohen, Tina Lundgren, the board, the past presidents, the current president, who've all poured so much time and effort into this program. Mm -hmm. Um, But listening to some of the stories, particularly of some of the alumni who we heard from, it was really inspiring. And it was so cool to just hear about how figure skating set them up for their future successes in all these other industries. And without fail, like every single one of them pointed to figure skating in Harlem as a huge turning point in their lives. They talked about how the tools that they learned figure skating were the same tools that they used in the boardroom or in law school or whatever it was. And It just shows that figure skating in Harlem has an incredible impact. They had a 100% college attendance rate for their skaters. And so many of them go on to be very successful in business or law or whatever it is they choose to pursue. Amazing. Incredible. So lots of smiles, lots of money donated to the great cause. Um, their website is figureskatinginharlem.org if you want to read more about it and if you want to contribute to their incredible organization. So after figure skating in Harlem, we had two days off in the city and we decided to just be tourists enjoy our New York experience to the fullest. Yeah, we just started walking. We explored the city, got out, kind of stumbled upon MoMA. We had no intention of going in any particular direction. And What's MoMA? MoMA is the modern museum of art. Isn't it lovely? Like We were like, what's that building? It's so interesting. Yeah, it looks looking. so cool. The shape is so different. We're literally wandering around New York City <laughs> and um, stumbled upon the museum and had free time and we decided to go inside and Maddie became a member, didn't you? Woohoo. 
indeed I did, because to become a member was the same price as the tickets. Like a one-time entry was just as much as a year-long subscription. So I became a member, and now, at my whim, I can just enter MoMA anytime I'm in New York, which is very, well, for the next year. And enjoy discounts at their gift shop. Yes. And I'm sure you'll be getting some emails from them. Yeah, keep up to date on their newest installations. But But it was cool. Like, I'm so happy that we've you know, become members now. and Yes. Oh, so cultured. Right? <laughs> what was your favorite part about MoMA? I think just like the spontaneity of uh, arriving arriving there. <laughs> and then joining and then walking through it for a few hours. And I think that's kind of like a great way to experience art is when it's kind of unplanned and spontaneous. And then, you know, walking through, I'd say the piece that struck me the most maybe was just kind of seeing maybe the Jackson Pollock piece that was... Yeah, you sat in front of that his, one for a while. It was his biggest piece, I think, that he's done, and it was basically an entire wall. And then reading about how he painted it, laying it on the floor, mm-hmm. and then like throwing paint with his whole body and almost saying like dancing. That it like, was like the first painting right? that be- they likened to dance. That it yes. was like a full body experience. And um, we should reading try it. more. Ab- I think the coolest thing is like the deep dive, like mm-hmm. getting interested in something and then seeing a piece and then reading about it and reading about the artist and the artist's life, seeing how it was inspired, how it came to be, what they were focused on, the colors, the details of the patterns in the painting, perhaps. I saw a really cool one that, and I wasn't familiar with this artist at all, Barkley L. Hendricks. And it's this beautiful painting of a woman just lounging on a couch, chewing a piece of bubble gum And it's so casual, but like just the colors of the painting are so vibrant and you feel like you just want to climb in the painting with her and ask her for a piece of bubble gum so you Mm -hmm. can sit there on the sofa and chew it together. I remember like standing in front of that and thinking that was a super modern looking piece, like and looking that it's from the 60s or 70s, right? Like it's 50 Um, 50 years old. I can't remember. Let's see. I think the 70s. 70s. Yeah. But I, I was very captivated by that painting. I thought it was just, it perfectly captured just a casual moment of everyday life in that time period. Yeah. We saw some, what else did we see? Andy Warhol yeah, had some, some Andy cool Warhol installations there. I got some a little magnet. Modern, um, <laughs> some really modern pieces and some modern artists that were like, <clears throat> excuse me, combining kind of like print and paint. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there were some really cool ones we saw at the end. Jordan Castile was one artist who I discovered she had a piece hanging in MoMA and, you know, it said born same year as I was born. And I thought that was really cool to see what an artist my age, who is just like an incredible American artist. Her her portraiture like struck me so much. It was beautiful. And so then again, I like looked her up Mm -hmm. and, and read about her and she's a force and she's incredible. And, um, her story is so interesting She's a New York City native. She has lupus, and she's an incredible painter who has been published in a lot of magazines. and And I've just been naive and completely haven't heard of her until seeing her painting. And um, well, that's what these museums do. They inspire you to take a deeper dive into the arts, into something that interests you. And that's what I love about museums. You're just introduced to new art, old art, new to you art, right? And uh, there is one more painting that I do want to mention before we just move on. I know we're talking a lot about these, but um, an artist called Yves Tangay, American, Yves born Tan- in France. Is Yves that right? Tangay. Yves Tangay? Tangay? I think it's Eve. Yves Tangay. Yves Tangay. 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 Okay. 
probably butchering the pronunciation. <laughs> Anyways, this painting is just so incredible. The blend of colors. I think it's oil on canvas and it's so interesting. I don't even know what exactly it is that he has painted. It's just kind of so abstract, so abstract, but clear. It almost, it reminds me of Salvador Dali in a way it's very Dali-esque and the way like some things almost look like they're melting, but they're not. It looks like metal. It's kind of sci-fi-ish almost. And yeah, just very, very vibrant color. So if uh, I posted it on my story, so maybe you saw it. But um, yeah, if you check it out, it's called Slowly Toward the North. You could you could pin your stories. We could do a... Yeah, a Met pin, mm-hmm. uh, a MoMA pin. It was, speaking of the Met, we actually did visit the Met. Yeah, the, the next, next day, day we went to the Met. Yeah. It was really like a museum-filled two days. Um, mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the Met? Oh my goodness. I think just like the grandness of the history that was in the Met. There were so many artifacts and art pieces that were dating back to thousands of years before, like BC. And just to wrap your head around that time period and how long ago that truly was, was just, yeah, mind blowing. But um, as far as the art, I think my favorites were the, the Van Gogh, the Monet, and the early Picasso paintings. They were all just so interesting to see how some of those artists lived in the same time and painted some of the same things like uh, Renoir and Monet often set up their easels in near the same spot. And so you would just see their two different versions of how they depicted that, that scenery. What was your favorite part about the Met? Well, I think we really were into the paintings. Yeah, we were. But the Met is so big, we weren't, obviously we weren't able to see everything. So we had to kind of like... Pick and choose. Do our best with the time that we had. I would say my favorite piece that kind of like I stood in front of for a really long time and appreciated was George Surratt's The Sunday on the Grand Jeté. Mm, you know, the pointillism yes. work of... One with that. all the stories. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I was so, I don't know. I was so struck by what he's capable of doing with a few dots mm-hmm. and seeing like and getting lost in the painting and looking deep into the background and finding new characters or new stories and like people rowing on the river or boats in the background. A dog and you I'm didn't like, see previously. He, yeah. And he, he like, it's just incredible. Like, I, I mean, that's pointillism, right? Mm-hmm. But is yeah, it the impre- closer you get, the more it doesn't make sense. And well, that, you see all like of the, the impre- different colors. Impressionism and pointillism. I don't know. And then if you take a step back and you see the whole picture and you can see. When you step so up and you more. see like, what what he's accomplishing with like four dots of color yeah and then you step back and you understand like how they blend together and work together and when you look close it's like just different color dots right next to each other it's just like it's so cool it's so cool yeah so are you that inspired was, to paint you know i think you can borrow my easel and we should do some painting this summer when we get back home um all the paintings were great obviously the monets there were so many monets at the met it was incredible mm. We saw Van Gogh. The early Picasso ones. You really like the lady in the white dress. Monet, Monet, <laughs> Renoir. Yeah, there yeah. were. It was crazy. Homer. We went to the Homer there was exhibit. A whole, there was a Homer exhibit oh that was incredible. Goodness. And like after looking at all the European art and then seeing the American art from the Civil War era, and mm-hmm. it was so inspiring. And the guy, like his, yeah, the, the tones of his. The contrast of his colors. The tones of his painting, the. Oh. The way he painted water mm-hmm. and 
and how he like even a crashing wave could remember these like fleeting moments he captured such a a moment that you just see for a second and then it's gone but he was able to capture it without having a photo of reference to look at again like he would just see it and then paint it which is as as someone who dabbles in the arts myself it, that is very difficult to yeah. i find that's so difficult to do i mean maybe it's easy for easier for other people than than some but i was very struck and impressed by how detailed his his captures were of these yeah moments. he didn't have like a camera to no. take a photo of an image and replicate it yeah like it's, his yeah. understanding of the human body and the color and the way fabrics move was just impeccable so did you like the met or the moma better oh my gosh it's hard that's a hard one. Um, I would definitely go back to the Met because we didn't get to see everything. I would have loved to go into ancient Egypt. Um, but you're not a member of the Met. I know. I thought about that when I was buying tickets and I was like, should I just become a member of this one too? But we were kind of in a hurry. We had a time crunch, so I didn't want to spend too much time figuring that out. Um, the Met's just so massive. And the we, Met, we, we, yeah, we looked at the paintings, so but we history. also saw... I think I love the history the most of the Met. Ancient Egyptian art, Greek and Roman mm-hmm. art. Um, medieval art medieval like armor and mm-hmm. you know sculptures and just so so much at the Met it's huge I mean it was like what is it one full avenue and like couple square blocks yeah they no it was like two full avenues somebody said that at the entrance what was it it's like it takes up so much real estate yeah. and there's so much there and we probably saw like just a tiny fraction of what mm-hmm. they have but anyways that was our museum experience it yes. was pretty epic it was we, great mm-hmm but we, we were really in a time crunch because so we had something to get to that evening. Yes, we did after Momo. No, no, after the Met, right? Mm-hmm. After the Met, we had tickets to Hamilton in the evening, which we've been very excited about and looking forward to for months. Yeah, we got to go see Hamilton live and it was incredible. There's nothing that beats like a live performance in the theater, the energy of the actors, the songs we know so well from just listening to Hamilton over and over again. It was phenomenal. What was your favorite part? Of Hamilton? Uh-huh. Um, walking into the theater and after watching it on Disney Plus, like countless times, <laughs> just being so excited and sitting close to the theater or mm-hmm. close to the stage. Yeah. And um, appreciating that, like, the history of what they've accomplished in six years since its inception and, and appreciating the genius of Lin-Manuel Miranda and what he... What he's done for the younger generation, being able to tell the story of America with Americans today, a re yeah, history a, a renewed of America vision of by Americans you know, today, people you don't often see portraying past presidents and founding mm-hmm. fathers, and it's genius. Yeah, it it really paints a beautiful picture of the America we hope to have with much more inclusion and the America people of that we all races in, have the way it is in positions of, of power and influence. Um, the America we, we have and are still working to build, I think we, we can still go so much further, but it was really inspiring to see how America today tells the story of the history of our America. It was so inspiring. The, the stage, the costuming, mm-hmm. the, the lyrics, detail. the music, the audience was so the choreography. excited. Yeah. It was it was fun to sit. There was a guy who was sitting, I don't know, a couple rows behind us. And after Eliza finished her solo, he just went, wow. And he was the only person in the theater who spoke, but he just couldn't contain himself because he was so moved. It was, it was really funny. 
It was an amazing night. We had really a great was. dinner before in the theater mm. district. Yes, that was it, delicious. It was just fun to go out and be tourists and to just like... Enjoy the city. Yeah. It has so much to offer. We just found ourselves wandering around New York kind of aimlessly and stumbling upon these little gems around every corner. So We walked all day. We walked until we couldn't walk anymore. And then <laughs> we would jump in a cab and go, go somewhere, somewhere else, else and yeah. try to explore as much as we could in, in the two days that we had. We went... I do feel like we covered quite a bit of ground. Yeah, in those mostly two days. uptown, but we also went down to Soho mm-hmm. and did some shopping and some people watching. Yeah. It was just, it was so interesting to see the fashion mm-hmm. and the kind of vibe of the city and, yeah. and different little neighborhoods and pockets. Incredible. I'm ready for our next trip. It was really, really fun. Um, so I think we'll be going back in the future. Yeah, absolutely. But in our immediate future, we have four Stars on Ice shows coming up tonight in Allentown, tomorrow, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Boston on Saturday, and then a show in Long Island on Sunday to close out the week of shows. Yeah. So if you're in the area and you want to see Stars on Ice, tickets are still available at starsonice.com. This has been another episode of Unlaced with Chalk and Bates presented by Bet Online. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes. You can follow us on social media at Chalk Bates. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.